Welcome back to Third Act Saviors, where we watch bad movies and then fix them by changing the third act. Well, I well I fix them. Daniel and Jacob only try. I ruined them. <laughs> Let's count up the votes. Uh, and today we watched a movie that I cannot name. Uh, yeah, and you can't think about it. I can't think about it either. This is gonna be this is gonna be a very rough podcast for us, but it's for your own protection, listeners. Oh, guys, I hate to say this, but I put the movie title in the podcast. Episode Don't read title. it. No. <laughs> if you've already read it, you're doomed. Before we jump into this gem of yeah, a film, before we dig into the synopsis, we'll do the social media roundup. Uh, first, a, a big hearty shout out to Karen, my girlfriend, who is currently in the hospital, recuperating from stepping on a thing. Oh. Rest that foot. In a final destination like foot stepping. She's now in the hospital for it. Feel better, Karen. Yeah, get that. Get that. Also, get that. Don't throw things in lakes. Yeah. That people might step on. Yeah, whatever sharp thing is there, somebody clean that up. I'm not using this butterfly knife anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the fish will use it. <laughs> Here you go, boys. My son's old Legos. What should we do with them? Bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Semi truck full of Legos squeals off the highway and into the lake. <laughs> this lake will be unswimmable for 45 years. <laughs> Super fun sight now. <laughs> it's me, Werner Herzog, talking about everything happening in American Lake. <laughs> Michael, that is a very bad Werner Herzog impression. Oh, we got a very good oh, Werner shit. Herzog. Sorry, That's Werner right. Herzog. It's me, Dr. Movies. <laughs> uh, Dr. Movies, what are you doing here? <laughs> I've come to talk about cinema history and cinema trivia. Oh, God, oh. Jacob wanted to talk to you, Dr. Movies. Where did he go? God, he left right when his favorite character showed up. <laughs> right when his favorite movie uh, academic he walked in the door. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel, for editing out the sound effect of Jacob leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, Dr. Movies, have you heard anything about today's movie, The Bye-Bye Man? I have heard that it rules. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yes, that is the extent of the trivia available on IMDb. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Okay, um, bye, Dr. Movies. Dr. Movies, thanks. Goodbye. Come again. Here's uh. me. Taking my headphones off. Okay. Bye, Dr. Movies. All right, take All your right. sweet time. And walking out of the door <laughs> now down the stairs. Right, and he's exiting the studio. There he goes. Oh, we're, oh, we're on such a busy highway. Okay. Oh, oh, I think oh. Jacob's back from the store. Hey, guys. Jacob. Jacob, you just missed Dr. Movies again. No, I saw him. He was outside. Oh, are you guys hanging out in the hallway and that's why it took so long? <laughs> he saw. He showed me his sweet tattoo. What's it of? Mickey Mouse. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah. I, if, maybe next time he's here, I'll show you guys. Disneyland's going to make him laser that off, though. <laughs> it's true. We, we'll, we'll, we'll actually have to bleep out what the tattoo is for fear of the Disney lawyers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Dickie Mouse. <laughs> My own creation. <laughs> it's Dickie Douse. <laughs> Ooh, Dickie Douse. Uh, he we, put Puts out fires. <laughs> uh-huh. Hello. <laughs> I'm Dickie. Oh, oh, I just got an email. It says, please cease and desist. <laughs> it's the creator of Dickie Dose. Dalt Disney. <laughs> wait, oh, a, wait a second. <laughs> Do you mean Dalt Wisney? Yeah. Dalt Wisney. Dalt Yensid Wisney. Uh, okay, now the Dr. Movies is left. Jacob, do you have the list of oh, our yeah. other shout when, when I was outside of this room. Uh, so we got two tweets from my family members. Hell yeah. yeah. One good and one evil. <laughs> Which one would you like first? Uh, good, yeah. Okay, so they were both recommendations. Uh, sure. The first is from my, my sibling, who... Uh, at hot pants only on Twitter. Sure. 
uh, who recommended we watch Lady in the Water by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, oh shit, I do love Lady in the Water. Yeah. So I've also <laughs> seen it several times. You've seen it several times? Yeah. I saw it once and I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his most... And this is saying something because I feel very bad that this is accurate. But oh, it's his like median movie. It's his oh, yeah. Yeah, I would middle say so. of movies. Isn't there a big hairy thing in that? Mm-hmm, the wolf. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a gentleman whose only character arc is that he only works out half of his body. Yeah, oh. and it's very big on his one side and very little on his other That's side. M Night Shyamalan's in it, and he plays the greatest world writer in the world. And he's told there's a prophecy that he'll write something so good he'll be martyred for it. Yeah, Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> but I'm totally into watching that. Uh, as for the evil one, my mother recommended we watch Zoolander 2. No. Which I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to watch it. I'm sorry, so, Mom. Not going to have it. I was at my friend's birthday party at an Airbnb in Leavenworth, Washington. Mm-hmm. And they all went on like a snowshoe hike. And I was like, smell you later. I'll <laughs> sit here and watch TV. Watch something even better. And I turned on... Uh, Nick Vile season of uh, The Bachelor, because mm-hmm. I needed to see how my team was doing. Which season was that? That was one season ago. Okay. That would have been this winter, like February times. Okay. T- spoiler alert, my team did not did not do well. That was the one where I watched the finale with the two of you, correct? In yes. the, there was Santa Claus was there, and they were like reindeer, and it's in a snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was Nick Vile. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Um, yeah. Accurate name. Yep. And then they came back and they're like, why are you watching this shit? This is horrible. Let's turn on something good. And they turned on Zoolander 2. And I was <gasps> like, can we please go back to The Bachelor? Because it is far and away better than this I mean, movie. That, man, that is insulting. Because one, they don't even get why The Bachelor is good. And then they turned it to something that's actually bad. Like, very bad. Well, let me admit a terrible secret, which is that I really like Zoolander 1. Oh my god. We all like Zoolander 1. Do we? I have heard that that people do not like that movie. People are just too cool for school. You know what? I'm gonna tell you guys something. I like Adam Sandler movies. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) I liked Adam Sandler. I liked Click, but I haven't gone beyond Click. But I liked Click. Click made me cry. I'm beyond Click, bro. (laughs) Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is good. Happy Gilmore. Oh, classic. You like a classic Sandler. Golden Age Sandler. Yeah, Happy Gilmore and Billy (laughs) Madison are good movies. I mean, Punch Drunk Love is great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Paul Paul W.S. Thompson sort of way. Yeah. Thomas Thompson? Wilson? Uh, Paul... Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Paul W.S. Anderson. Paul Carl. All right. There's two Paul Anderson. I'm going to leave. Yeah, Paul Paul regular Anderson makes Resident Evil and is married to Mia Jovovich. Hell yeah. They're both great. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to watch Zoolander 2. I have tried. I tried to watch it because I was such a fan of Zoolander. And I got. This is like one of the handful of movies in my life where I was like, I can't finish. I can't watch this. This Half trash. an hour into it, I'm like, I cannot last another second with this. I saw. I sat through Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. Okay, oh, yeah, and almost walked out of that. Uh, and I didn't actually turn off Zoolander two, but I was definitely like, can we just fuck Nick Vile season of The Bachelor, please? I'm on a podcast where we watch bad movies. I could not watch it. I was like, there's no joy in this for me. Uh, from offensive to just not funny and yeah. boring, all of it is covered by this movie. It's got it all, baby. So are we, are we officially turning down our first movie? I think so. All yeah. right. I don't, I'll tell you what. If my mom wants to come on and be a guest, maybe then she can watch it. Even then, I don't want to watch it. Sorry, mom. No way. Let's yeah. not do it. All right. But Lady in the Water... I'd be in a man. Yeah, I'd watch Lady in the Water, sure. Uh, 
Any other shout-outs before we get, before we cannonball into this say, gem of We a did film. get a cool shout-out on SoundCloud by somebody being like, I love your song, episode 20. Yeah. But I don't think that was a human being who yeah. wrote us that message. Bots love our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love Donald Trump and they love us. I mean, episode 20 was a banger of a cut. Yeah. yeah. That, when that beat dropped, when Daniel said poop or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, have a, I got an email from a uh, Russian diplomat asking to meet for Dirt on other podcasts. We're going to see if we can raise our stakes on SoundCloud. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Take that meeting. Okay, what did we watch? We, oh, yeah, watched, what did we, watch? we watched the Bye Bye Man. Ah! <laughs> you said the thing you're not supposed to say or think and also write. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really was don't think it, don't say it, don't. sub bullet, don't write it, sub bullet, don't tweet it. Yeah. Comma, don't spray it. So, yeah. Say it, don't say it, don't spray it. Don't yeah. preach it. Don't copy, paste it, save it, turn it, reverse it, fax it, make it a better rename it. <laughs> don't do any of those. Yeah. Don't. Absolutely don't. don't. So. The bye bye man, he's like a cool ghost guy or something. Who knows? <laughs> All right, so the Bye Bye Man. All right, let's just let's just jump in. It yeah. opens. We open in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, we open on a suburban home. A car pulls up, and who should exit it? But some nerd man who knocks on the door, and, and then when the lady answers, <laughs> he says, "Have you told anyone the name?" No. Well. Maybe. She says, just Jeffrey. Just Anderson. Because it was so funny. Because it was so funny. And he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, Joyce. I'm so sorry. And he mm-hmm. gets into his car and he pulls out one of those shotguns that you bought at the Walmart mm-hmm. for $15.99. A shotted gun. Uh, and he proceeds to uh, no-scope through the door. Yeah. PUBG style. Yep. Uh, this lady. And then he enters the home, and there's a man in a wheelchair there, and he's like, no, nerdy man who's our friend, don't kill me. Who'd you tell, Jeffrey? And he's like, just the neighbor girl, Giselle. And then <laughs> the shooting spree continues, and we cut to a train. A plane. A canal. An automobile. <laughs> yeah. Starring Steve Martin. <laughs> There's a train, and then not a train. Open and, on. And suddenly it's modern day, and three fun-loving <laughs> college friends, Elliot. I wrote their names down. Elliot, his best friend, John, and Elliot's girlfriend, Sasha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sasha. They have rented their first home, a dilapidated mid-century modern in the suburbs. A total spoopsville. It's implied that there are three college students, although what they study, what they're doing, and what time of the year it is, is left ambiguous. It looks like fall, and John is in a Philosophy 101 class where they talk about the drollest shit. Yes. Uh, the only thing I have see- saw referenced about this college is at the beginning we see a gate, and the uh, uh, emblazoned in metal at the top of that gate at the entry to this school are the letters BW. Yeah, flip that upside down, you got <laughs> Bye, man. <Yes. laughs> or uh, bowel movement. John is wearing a sweatshirt from that college later, and it's like Bauman's Wisconsin University or something. Oh, yeah. Fake, uh, fake school. Oh, yeah. yeah, this. Uh, I assume. Maybe it's real. <laughs> This movie takes place in Wisconsin, where apparently this myth originated. That's what the internet told me, although the internet has a lot more. The myth made more sense than what we saw on the screen. Yeah. 
Uh, this is definitely a movie that is basically just amalgamation of every other horror movie you've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. It's like if you took horror movies and then took out any uh, flavor or substance that they had and just had the skeleton of it, which is scary in its own right. I mean, skeletons are scary. It's very scary we to can... see a skeleton of a movie, but this is it. Yeah. One of the scariest parts of the movie is the skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I ain't afraid of skeletons, though. I said that without even meaning to. That was not intentionally <laughs> meant to be funny. That, that just was, what came out of my mouth. That was not a hot fuzz reference? No, I don't think so. Okay. Not um, intentionally. So, uh, the three of them move into this house, and they're, like, having fun. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it's a bit of a spoopy house, because, of course, it is. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh... Sasha and John and Elliot. I mean, nothing really happens. Uh, Elliot and Sasha are in a romantic relationship. John is his like best friend from way back when. They yeah. were in a baseball league together as children, yeah. as we see from images that they keep. They The movie does a couple... Th- oh, just to clarify, although this is every horror movie mashed together, I'm going to straighten that out for our listeners. This is every ghost horror movie mashed together it's not a friday the third or it's i was gonna say it's not a friday the 13th or a halloween necessarily it is uh nightmare on elm, nightmare street. On elm street Candyman, e.t ring e.t e.t yeah. yeah everything where it's like a spooky house and it's haunted and there's like a ghost guy and the ghost guy spreads with more people knowing the information yeah like legit at the end he's like if i just don't believe in you you have no power which is literally the end of nightmare on elm street right and there's a but then they don't do it but then it doesn't work in this movie but anywho uh they live in the spooky house some things happen there's a crawl space in the <gasps> master bedroom that the door yeah. keeps opening to. They hear noises. Coins keep showing up. Coins keep rattling around. And there's then, lights and stuff. All the furnishings in the house that was supposed to come fully furnished are in the basement. They insert train noises over the soundtrack of the movie every mm-hmm. once in a while. The first third of this movie is someone walking around the house and being like, I heard stomping noises. Let me go look. And then they don't see anything. And then Nothing. someone else is like, yeah, the pipes make noises. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, there's like... It's the house settling. There's a bazillion scenes of that. There's 70 cats in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Real! Real again! Uh, so finally, uh, they throw a house party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who should arrive but the only two other characters that do anything in this yeah. movie... Elliot's older brother, played by handsome actor we all recognize from television, but could not place. Yes, I looked him up, and he was Anders on Battlestar Galactica, is where I knew him from. Yep. He was in How I Met Your Mother for seven episodes. That's how I think I knew him. What do you got, Daniel? Battlestar Galactica? Uh, Bazinga. <laughs> oh, yeah. BSG. Yeah. Bazinga. <laughs> BSG, BSG the, the, the spinoff, BSG Bazinga, in which Sheldon is a Viper pilot. Yeah, and I call Sheldon Cylon. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be a great spoiler for the end of season two. Yeah. <gasps> they probably did that. How do you know they didn't? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the whole arc of season four of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I will say that when I was in Las Vegas recently, there are a lot of Big Bang Theory uh, slot machines that are like the hot new thing right now. Yeesh. Yeah, people love that show. It's a huge. You get five bazingas. <laughs> it's, a fi- it's a phenomenon. A phenomenon. It's a um, phenomenon. I love it. Uh, it's like Dave and Buster's, but the television <laughs> show. <laughs> Super great. <laughs> uh, and at the the other uh, house guest at this party that matters is Kim. Was that her name? Yeah. Yep. 
And she is, uh, you can tell that she's one of these indie kids who listens to Foster the People or Ew. or the Chainsmokers or whatever. What's what's a hip indie band right now? Corn, uh, uh, Vampire Weekend. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> she's, Imagine Dragons. You can tell she's one of these because she wears a hat indoors. And John comments on how what a big dork she is wearing an indoor hat. Yeah, there's there. This script seems like it was written like ten years ago because there's a lot of like. Any girl that wears a hat inside is crazy, and also to insult men calling them women. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, I ain't no lady yeah. from Kim to the men. Yeah. yeah. Quit being a little girl. Like, eh, shut, yeah. shut up, Kim. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Throwing your gender in the bus, Kim. Uh, so, anywho, during the party, uh, the niece, Elliot's niece, Alice... Who is for some reason at this party? This kegger. Yeah, seriously, don't bring your kid to that. Well, yeah, he's a his brother, whatever his name is, a cool dad. Look, uh, yuck. She can have Martinelli's when we play uh, King's Cup. King's Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sweetie, we're gonna play a flip cup. Uh, please just drink the club soda. Man, Alice. You got to cool it during the waterfall. We know you can drink all that Martinelli's, okay? <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. I got the King's Cup and one quarter of it's Martinelli's. <laughs> Gross. Oh, I put my past little ribbon in that, too. Gross. Uh, but she goes up to the master bedroom while everyone's partying and finds a coin. Ah, will this come up later? Not really. Not at all. There will be more coins. But of what consequence? <laughs> Zero. TBD. Yeah. Maybe she'll go to an arcade later or a laundromat. No, they're not those kind of coins. These are the kind of coins that you use to get onto some sort of very old, out-of-date public transportation. I These guess. are the type of coins that when half of my face gets all scarred and fucked up, I scratch one side off, and I use that to decide people's face because I'm half... Fate. <laughs> You're half face? Yes, I'm half face. I'm half mask. <laughs> I rolled this six sided die, but I've scratched all but one pip off of it. Oh, oh, Jacob, I use fudge dice. <laughs> I rolled a plus, you live. No, you, you, I, you rolled a plus, you get $20. I rolled nothing, you live. I rolled a minus, I kill you. I, I take $20. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's me. Half face. <laughs> I hope we don't run into my my sworn enemy, Bartman Moleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she goes upstairs and finds a coin, and she a, tells a movie prop coin. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's old... just a big old like old fashioned coin. I swear it's the type of thing that I'm going to get off the train in Pennsylvania and I'm going to buy my ticket for for 350 with a $5 bill and I'm going to get like five of these coins back and I'm going to be like well, what the fuck am I going to do with these? Yeah. And they sit on the bottom of my sock drawer until I finally go to the coin star. You go over to the vendor in the train station buy some wrapped pig grease. Tidy over during the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I know that this is a small thing to complain about in this movie that really makes no sense, but like People keep finding these mysterious coins and being like, "Huh, a coin, but they're not like quarters. If I found a giant gold coin, I'd be like, what the fuck is this thing? I'm going to go look it up online because why yeah. is there this mysterious old like they refer to them as gold coins specifically. It looks like a giant doubloon. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, eh, whatever. Uh, they don't even keep them. They just like throw them away. 
So she tells Elliot all about this uh, coin. She's like, I just left it on the table, though, because I'm honest or because it's, it's mm-hmm. it was foreboding and I didn't want to take it. We never are really clear what her motivations are. Just doesn't want it. Too uh, heavy. Yeah, too heavy. Uh, and he's like, cool beans. Uh, and then uh, he goes upstairs to check whatever. <laughs> Nothing. And the coin's on the floor now. Ah, mm. uh, ghost. Ghost. And so he's like, weird. And he opens the drawer on this nightstand. And at the bottom of this drawer, in a very circular pattern, someone has written over and over again, don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. Too scary, Michael, please. Yeah. Calm down over there. It's also great because he pulls out this drawer and it's got Don't Think It, Don't Say It written thousands of times in a spiral and he very slowly rotates it as if he had to hold it upright to read all the words that are repeated. He's like, don't think it, don't say it. Uh Don't think it. What comes next? (laughs) say it. Huh. All work and no play makes don't think it all play work. Uh, I wonder what comes next. Uh, and then he manages to rip up the lining uh, that has all these words on it. Yeah, your drawer paper. Your drawer your paper. Typical drawer paper. And uh, carved with a knife <sighs> into the bottom of the drawer are four words. What are the four words? The bye bye main. <laughs> the bye bye main. The bye bye main. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? It's me, the baby main. <laughs> Ooh, too scary, the baby main. <laughs> Please do come with me on my moped and we say bye bye main to this uh, one horse town. Let's go get a big it and a bottle of wine and drink it on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it is me, bye bye main. Uh, let's go downstairs uh, with the bye bye main. <laughs> Uh, uh, and he's like weird so weird this is weird and then it cuts to another scene the party is over and Kim is doing dishes or whatever oh I know what's happening you gotta she's gonna cleanse this house cause Sasha's creeped out so she's brought a smudge stick over a big old stick of sage Mm -hmm. and she's gonna burn it and make all the bad spirits go away to be fair to this movie this is a very college thing like, oh, for sure. All right. <laughs> Cut so, it out. <laughs> legit, are you ready for a story? Yeah. Okay, story so time. at my newest job, uh, we the office is over an apartment complex, or under an apartment complex, a yeah. pipe burst, and clean, I'm using air quotes, clean toilet water fell into our conference room. Ew. Wait. Is it... How is it clean toilet water? Isn't water supplied to a toilet just plain water? Or was yeah, it a sewage line? They're suggesting that whatever leaked into the thing was the source of the water that refills the toilet. Not the not, post-toilet not water. Not the post-toilet uh, evacuation system. It's not like you send a different pipe for each appliance in a room. Well, maybe it was blue, because they put those little discs in the okay. in the can. Okay, whatever. Either way, some stinky water fell into the conference room, and everyone stinky. was like, this is stinky. I don't like this water. And so my boss charged me with making it smell better, but with none of that fake uh, perfumed bullshit. Yeah, I would just put uh, a little, like, Febreze mister in there. Sure. Auto- uh, automated motion activated. Well, people in my office don't like that shit. Oh. So I went down to the old Pike Place Market, and you know what I got? 
Hella doobs. Yeah. <laughs> a big <laughs> old, the day off. A big old doobie <laughs> filled with sage. And I just burned it in that conference room, and it smelled like sage for a very long time. Mm. Daniel, can you edit this so that I said I said a big f- salmon? Yeah. That's a Pike Place market thing. Yeah. A uh, flying fish. Yeah. yeah I, I walked up to the, um, the uh, incense booth, and I just saw like, over here! And, and they, they just yeah. threw a big smudge stick at me. <laughs> Go along! Hey. Uh... Also, one thing I will say to not be fair to this movie is there are a couple moments, particularly this scene, where there's some really shitty editing. So there's like, he goes up, John goes, no, not John. Elliot. Elliot goes up, sees this coin. Earlier in the night, see, like, or there's an earlier scene where Sasha's like, my friend Kim's going to come over and cleanse the house. And he's like, the idiots. Uh, and then there is maybe a one second scene of her with a smudge stick, like coming down the stairs, and then immediately cuts, and it's later in the night. Yeah, and then happens a few times in this movie where it's like maybe there's a longer scene that they were cutting out for time, or they just some editor didn't know what he was doing. They'll like someone will start an argument, and you'll get like the first three lines of the argument, and then it'll cut to later in the night, and it really feels like whatever was getting started is not resolved. Or maybe that the argument as filmed had some lines that would later rev- were part tied to a scene that was also cut out and they're like, Oh, we'll just cut it here. Yeah. Uh, so after she cleanses the, the house and everyone feels safe, Elliot and John being men uh, are like, I don't believe in all of your psychic bullshit. You're bullshit. Well, John is more like, Hey, whatever. I think John is more like, it's bullshit, but I want to bone this lady. Yeah. This is definitely the impression that I got from Oh, it. sure. But he at least is not immediately a dick to her the whole time like like uh, Elliot is. So they proceed to have a seance. Yeah, yeah. as you do. Because it's a horror movie, and it's a bad one, which means we have to have a seance. Just gotta have those seances. And in the process of the seance, Kim uh, reveals that she knows some information about Elliot, like his folks have been murdered, or uh, they have died in a a a car car accident. Mm -hmm. Um, And that... Elliot does not like this being revealed. I don't tell anyone that, but I still don't believe in psychics. And it never comes up again. You just Googled me. And Sasha really had... Sasha's grandmother once made cakes. Every grandma makes cakes. Yeah, but they yeah. were called like Gam Gam Biscuits or something. Yes, they are. <laughs> I really liked the phrase Gam like, Biscuits. Yeah, like, Gam Gam Biscuits. Like, <laughs> I your, loved it. Your grandmother makes some sort of cake or sweet. Oh, Gam Gam Biscuits. <laughs> Gam Gam Biscuits. I love Gam Gam Biscuits. Oh, my God. Uh, and then she's like, I don't like this anymore. This is unfun. I don't like it. And they're like, I keep going. And then she starts just yelling, don't say it, don't speak it, don't say it, don't speak it, don't say it, don't speak it. And then finally... Elliot has a great moment here where he's being the skeptical guy. So he's like, fine, I don't believe in this. So guess what? And then he like takes his keys and goes into the other room and he comes back. And he's like, if you're so psychic, where did I put my keys? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, you don't even know. And he's like, well, you put him in the uh, in the pot on the stove. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. I did do that. Oh, right. Okay. You are supernatural. And then as she's yelling this, don't, don't say it, don't, don't think it, don't say it. He's just like, bye-bye, man! <laughs> Pretty much unprovoked. Oh, bye-bye, man. Bye-bye, man! And scary noise plays. Lights go out. And then it cuts to, and pretty much immediately, mm-hmm. uh, Elliot and Sasha are in bed, and Elliot hears a spooky noise. Mario and Luigi wake up from their unconsciousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to seconds later. 
Uh, and he hears a spooky noise. There's a coat hanging on the... But like, not like a coat anyone would wear. No. Like a wizard's robe. It is definitely a Harry Potter bad guy robe. It is the outfit that the bad guy in Scream wears. Yeah. Sans the mask. It is this giant pointy cloaked, hooded cloak that they never explain, and it just sits there in his room. And it's hung up on the wall, like Baba Duke, like all yes. the time. And it keeps falling off the wall in very scary ways, and he keeps hanging it back. Up. I guess. What is that for? If I lived in a house or a haunted house, I wouldn't hang a bunch of like people shaped <laughs> things around the room. My mannequin I mean, collection. I mean, Daniel, I have been in your home. I am currently in your home. It is haunted AF. And I have, <laughs> and even Sans ghosts, I have yet to see anything vaguely human shaped hanging on the wall. Well, if I were to get a Duke infestation or some sort of. <laughs> Daniel, no talking about your Duke infestation on the podcast. <laughs> oh, guys, I had some fish tacos yesterday. Total Duke infestation. <laughs> That's one less ghost vector that they have to uh-huh. haunt me. I also don't keep any coins here. So if I see a coin, I know it's a ghost. Ghost coin, That's credit fair. or card only. Plastics, yeah. In this house, plastic baby. I use this. I use a rubber band as a wallet. If you I see, fuck yourself. If I see cash at all, I burn it to the ground. Yeah. Ghosts hate credit. <laughs> Everybody knows this. They got low credit scores. They can't get. They, any can't, they can't get a card. And if they did, the interest rate, oofa doofa. They are jealous of the living. <laughs> they love chains. They love. Coins. We wish to invest, but cannot. <laughs> we have unfinished business. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I need a loan. I need to live off the dividends that I've been paid off, but it's forever. How else will I sell these gam gam biscuits? <laughs> Make me an Etsy for the gam gam biscuits. GhostEtsy.com. Oh, is that real? Could be a real thing. Yeah. Probably. On eBay, you can buy all sorts of haunted dolls. Right. And maybe ghost biscuits. (laughs) Gam Gam Biscuits, please. Gam Gam Biscuits. Let's not confuse our branding. (laughs) TM, TM, TM. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. Seance, lights went out. This uh, scary cloak on the wall. Hey, sidebar. Yeah. I've never been in a seance. No one's ever offered to do a seance. But horror movies have taught me that this is very a very common like occurrence that everybody just knows that one person who does seances. Sometimes they'll get drunk and announce that we should uh, make our own Ouija board and ask it questions and no one ever wants to do you it. You want to make your own? You don't want to just buy one? A shot glass and a piece of paper. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Ouija boards aren't... Are they expensive? I don't think so. And please, they're Ouija boards. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I think I know a friend of a friend who would do a seance were I to ask and or pay her to do so. Right, but you have to pay, right? It's not a free service. Yeah. I'll do it. Also. Right right here. Spirits, make yourself known. Daniel, we're in a podcast right now. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. see you later, boys. I'll, I'll visit your Etsy store, I promise, as long as you leave. <laughs> Share it on your social media. <laughs> like, follow, and subscribe. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> These ghosts and their promotion. Do you think I should buy Facebook ads? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so the movie pretty much... It's, it's on autopilot now. It's on autopilot at this point. Uh, they all start having hallucinations. Uh, Elliot's hallucinations are that John and Sasha are having an affair. Sasha gets sicker and sicker as the movie progresses. Which does not seem like a hallucination. 
but I guess it is. Yeah. And John um, gets super angry. They don't really show much of this, but that's what they say happens. Yeah, John gets super angry, mostly at Elliot. Um, it <clears> is. <throat> this is the most unclear horror movie in terms of what's going on and what the rules are. Should I? Uh, I wrote down a list yeah, of the Bye Bye do. Man's powers. Okay, Bye Bye Man. Let's I'm going to add to this if you've missed any. All right. He can make magical coins appear. He yes. can open and close doors. Mm-hmm. He can uh, Typical stop, ghost move. He can stop boners from happening because John can't get it up when he tries to nail Have Kim. Have sex with Kim. Yeah, true. Uh, he makes people jealous when they shouldn't be. He scratches walls. Okay. He yeah, he has me- Wolverine claws in the stone. Continue. He, uh, he can- Or maybe his dog does. He also gives boners uh, on top of taking them away. Yeah, maybe he saves them for later. Uh, he can make clothes on the wall look scary. He mm-hmm. can make people look like they have worms coming out of their eyes. Yeah. He can make you sick. He has multiple door powers. He can yes. open and close the two tiny doors in their bedrooms and also slam the basement door. Uh-huh. Uh, like sound effects. <laughs> He's got, um... What is that? A prestidigitation? Yes. <laughs> He's oh, at least shit. What level he, do you think he is? I think he did all this with. He's like level one. He did all this with prestidigitation and some wizard low hand. level illusion. Yeah, he's like cantrips, bitches. Got <laughs> prestidigitation, wizard hands. He makes uh, a wallpaper turn into a scarier wallpaper <laughs> that no one can see but the audience. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, he's got a magic dog that walks around. Familiar. Yeah. What level is that? Level three, maybe? Level three, yeah. Wow, okay. Depends on what edition you're talking about. I think if it's like third edition and before, it's like you start with the familiar. I will. Oh, damn. I got my books right there. I will whip them out if <laughs> we need to. Okay, what else, what else is he That's got? all I wrote down, but oh, there's okay. more. I mean, he does trick a person. He does hallucinate someone onto some train tracks. Yep. He leads to people murdering other people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this can be filed under gives you hallucinations. He can he makes people say his name with, even when they don't want to. Oh, yeah, and like, write down and draw him. Write yeah. down the name and draw him because uh, Sasha does that. Also, although he makes sausage, although the sausage, sausage, sausage. <laughs> I don't want to know how that sausage gets made. Sausages. He can take and give away sausages. <laughs> uh, he makes sa- <laughs> sausage giveth and sausage taketh away. The bye bye man had. To much many powers uh he makes sasha sick and john angry and elliot jealous but also briefly sasha hallucinates seeing john naked and it's implied like oh maybe she's into this yeah and then it's not and it never comes up again he makes uh sasha or he makes john hallucinate that like the police chief is winking at him oh yeah which makes him wink back in a creepy way. Unless it's, we're seeing this from Elliot's point of view, and John is also winking so as a hallucination. A lot of this movie is hallucina- hallucinations, and uh, they never they don't do a good job of giving you any sort of way to tell what's real and what's fake. Yeah, and it's not in a fun way. Mm. <laughs> it's just like uh, who, who cares? I don't care. For this what's done it? in a better way, go see It Follows, which makes it very clear which person's point of view you're in from every scene. Yeah. Yeah, um, right? Yeah. So let's just hit the basic plot points. Yeah. It's basically 90 much. minutes now of them hallucinating. Yeah. Uh, Elliot goes to the library because what else are you going to do? Oh, my yes. God. He puts on his library glasses. And he starts searching the internet for the terms, or not even the internet. He starts searching the library catalog. <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System. Uh, he for he the searches words. the plain internet first. Does he? Ty- he types in, bye-bye, man. Zero results. <laughs> Everyone at home, go type in the Bye Bye Man and see if any results come up. I mean, you're just going to get this movie. <laughs> bye Bye Man, not movie. 
Oh, uh, no, he got the movie. <laughs> Wikipedia. Still three million results. <laughs> it can't all be the movie. Um, and uh, as he's researching, he discovers that basically in the 60s... Michael, a, we got to dig into this more than that. This one we can't... Yeah. He, well, he, searches, just, he searches for Bye Bye Man, gets no results. So then he searches... Don't think it, don't say it. Maybe the vaguest search term you could possibly type in. A single result comes up for an article that has the word bye-bye man in it. One result in dead file 69. <laughs> dead, dead file 420.69. We all stifle laughter. Yeah, not a joke. That's the number. Is it? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't even pay that much. It totally was. Uh, and so it turns out that the person at the beginning who killed all those people was a reporter mm-hmm. who was uh, Redman, who was uh, researching a story out of Wisconsin where a teenager killed his family, and when asked, he said, the bye-bye man made me do it. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out, three days after returning, he goes crazy and kills everyone. And that's the thing we saw at the beginning. Yeah. Also, in the process of this, we're introduced to uh, our local librarian, uh, the best actress in the movie. Does she get a character name? Because I'm not sure if she does. Her name is Librarian, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, because I don't think he says it, but they are awfully familiar with each other. Yeah, Elliot, what are you doing? Uh, She is a middle-aged black woman... And oh yeah, she is she, a hardcore stereotype. She is a hilarious. She is a hilarious actor as well. Yes, every time she was on screen, we were laughing. She, <laughs> I've seen her in other stuff. Yeah, I bet. she hams it up like you would hope everybody does in this movie, which is pretty great. Yeah, uh, but of course, she hears the words "bye bye man," mm-hmm. which means she's unclean. Yeah, Elliot doesn't really connect the dots very fast, so he's just like, "It's the bye bye man." Look at this article about the bye bye man, and she gives this amazing monologue that's like. Well, in this date, and then by like she says, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what this dead file is." And then as soon as he f- finds the information, he's like, "Oh, you mean Redman, this uh, journalist who, who did, did this thing, and he murdered these people and the teenagers in this year, and then this happened, and that happened. That's probably what happened after this." <laughs> yeah, she knew everything about all the crimes except for the phrase "bye bye man" and "don't think it, don't say it." <laughs> anyway, as soon as this happens, he starts scribbling out the word "bye bye man" anywhere he can find it written down. <gasps> And he sees the bye-bye man. And he sees, well, I mean, who knows what he sees. I still don't know if the bye-bye man exists. I think that can be argued that this is all... All a dream or whatever. Yeah, all hallucinations. Uh, Every time you see the bye-bye man, hallucination or otherwise, he looks exactly like Voldemort. Mm -hmm. 100% exactly like Voldemort. No, 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 no. Voldemort looks like he was, like, done well with CG and makeup. This looks like a, 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 a Power Rangers version of Voldemort. Voldemort yeah. with a nose. Yeah. Also, he has a skinless hellhound, which which I'll tell you later what it's called in the yeah. original myth, and it rules. Uh, well, obviously, it's not a hallucination because something scratched up the bricks behind their house, although John totally writes this off as like, some drunk guys probably put giant claw marks into the bricks outside. But how do we know those claw marks aren't just a hallucination that's shared between the two of them? So why uh, the yeah. fuck would you scratch bricks? Maybe his claws are too long. He needs a scratch pad. Yeah, is that like my cat's on the cat scratcher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, of course, he's going to enlist the only help he can think of, Kim, our medium from before. And he goes to her house Uh-oh. and is like, come out and help me. And she's like, I'll be right down. And proceeds to start slowly 
like washing blood off of her hands. Mm-hmm. But by washing blood off of her hands, I mean her hands covered in blood, and she just puts it beneath <laughs> the sink for like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah cut away. Also, we should say there's been all sorts of train noises in the movie. Like, a lot. Train and, noises and coins. And nary a train, an actual train to be seen. Mm-hmm. At this point in the movie, we're an hour in, and I'm like, if they're going to introduce trains, they should show that the town has, like, a train station in it or something, because yeah. there's clearly, like, a train theme, but you've never seen an actual train. It should start with them getting off the train when they get to town for school. Sure, or be like, oh, we can't sleep, you're so close to the tracks. Anything. Anywho, they pick up Kim, or he picks up Kim, and he's like, we have to figure out this bye-bye man situation. He wants another seance for some reason. Yeah, Yeah. the only thing we can do is get more info, seance it. Mm -hmm. And they're driving, and Kim's like acting all weird, and she's got a bag, and it's all red, and there's a handle sticking out of the bag. Mm -hmm. But then she sees on the side of the road... Uh, next to the only time we see train tracks in this entire movie, an upturned car and a family who are bloodied <laughs> as if there's been an accident. It's like, Elliot, stop, stop, you have to stop the car. Why the fuck was this the one seen next to train tracks? I don't know. She proceeds to run back to save these people. He grabs the hammer and runs after her and... Uh, so just I mean, swinging it around, being like, "I found your hammer! <laughs> are there any nails? Uh, and uh, she gets smushed. Yeah, she gets hit by a train. Turns out there wasn't a family. That was a hallucination that she got cursed to buy. Yeah, she got her own bye-bye man. Yeah. So then the police arrive, and who's the police officer? Why, it's Carrie Ann Moss. Everyone knows her as Trinity. Mm-hmm. She's and, great. She should be in more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Jessica Jones and yeah. Iron Fist. Uh-huh. And anything else. She should be in movies. She's a good actress. Um, And she's like... Well, the train conductor saw you chasing the victim with the hammer, a bloody hammer that was used to kill her roommate earlier. You scared her so bad she threw herself in front of a train. It's kind of the implication here. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't do such a thing. But as he's saying this, he's also yelling at his two roommates. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't don't think it. Don't say it. And John really wants to say it. And John cannot Hold it back. Here I go, Elliot. Here it comes. B. (laughs) Why? Don't stop me. And then he doesn't end up saying it, but Elliot has to go in for questioning. Mm -hmm. Also, why are his roommates there? Coming to pick him up? They're just hanging out at the crime scene. I don't know. Also, he sees the bye-bye man and his dog for a second, but then it turns out to just be a regular, regular man and a dog. Yeah, it turns out to be a regular police officer with a regular police officer puppy. Aw. He goes back to the station, and uh, Trinity comes in, and she's like, well, I guess you're off the hook. Nothing to see here, laddies. Because she turned hearty, hearty, hearty. We have a suicide note from the victim saying she killed the roommate. Mm-hmm. Was going to kill you and your ro- and your roommates. Hearty, hearty. I guess it's oh, well, and kill herself and kill herself. A suicide note. I guess we should wash our hands of this one. Am I right, Elliot? But first, tell me what happened. Say the name, Elliot. Say it. I don't want to. It's yeah. me, Trinity. Oh, he gives this amazing speech to to her. That's like. What is so you think it's so great to tell the truth? Well, what if you went to a crime scene at a at a school and everybody's brains were all splattered everywhere and then you came home and then your kids came home and your kids said, "What happened at work today?" Would you tell them the truth or would you tell them it was everything was fine and give them a big old hug? I would give them a hug. Yeah, that's right. And that is a similar situation to what I'm facing, so I'm not going to tell you anything and I'd like to go. Okay, have fun. Yeah. Bye. Peace. That that works somehow. 
she it's her first day being a policeman yeah off he goes and he's off to the races and he comes home and he see ah this is it he yeah. comes home and he believes he's seeing uh john having sex with his girlfriend sasha and he mm-hmm. picks up a baseball bat and hits him in the head with it bonk but it turns out she's just asleep because she's been sick this entire movie and john gets all knocked out Yes. And uh, neither of them are having sex or are naked IRL. And in the process, he somehow finds like a note. Oh, we forgot Mr. Daisy. That's oh, fine. No one matter. cares. He has two lines. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> we thought when Mr. Daisy was introduced, I was like, oh, it's that journalist from earlier, but he's an older man now. And then I was like, well, the time doesn't really like he'd be like 80 now. Mr. Daisy is their landlord. Yeah. Mr. Daisy's their yeah. landlord. Sasha goes to talk to him to be like, your house is creepy. Where'd that bedside table come from? And Mysterious that, words in it. And then we find a note in her pocket that says, It came from the Red Man. Redmon. My favorite hip-hop artist, Red Man. Red Man. Yeah. It came from Method Man and Red Man. And he's like, I must go find the Widow Redman. And he locks John in the basement, throws the bedside table. <laughs> oh, he doesn't lock him. <laughs> I was going to say, he does not lock him in the basement. John just exits the basement later in the movie. <laughs> uh, and he throws the bedside table about two feet in the backyard. <laughs> He's like, I'm solving this problem, and stamps the stumbles outside and throws it, like, kind of in the woods. <laughs> I've tipped it over. Good enough. If you stood at the perimeter of the woods and threw it kind of like 50% effort, that's about how far he gets it in there. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's basically like if you went out in his backyard and you looked, you'd be like, is that a bedside table? (laughs) No, don't look at it. If I know college students that have a big house and a big yard, I know there's a fire pit in that bad boy. Yeah. That's like thing number one that you do when you're in college. It's true. Fire pit. I want some brewskis around the F pit. Around the F Daniel pit. Daniel always was saying that. I want brewskis around the F pit. And we're like, Daniel, we know. I want a brewski. I want to get in that F pit. And I want to try and love someone. <laughs> Don't Let's... anybody say the BBM. Let's go hang out by the F pit. Yeah. Bye to the bye to bangy bang. Manny, Manny. Yes. Also, there's only the only thing you have to prevent people from reading is the word bye bye, man. Just scratch it out. You don't have to toss that whole sick ass bedside table. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably like $10 at Goodwill. <laughs> Just scratch out the one thing you're not supposed to read. Just take your wood burner and burn bye-bye man right off that thing. Just change it to ab-man. Ab-ab-man. <laughs> Add some letters in there. Uh, yeah, that someone's an even worse ghost. <laughs> oh, you're right. You gotta watch out for that. Just change it Change it to bye-bye manatee. No one would know. Bye-bye manatee. <laughs> Whatever. Uh... Before he leaves, though, to find the widow Redmond, he gets a phone call, and it's the librarian again, being like, oh. Elliot, what's happening? Should I come meet you? And he's like, yeah, but later maybe. And she's like, cool, I have some weird thoughts right now. I anyway. had such vivid visions, Elliot. They are crazy. <laughs> yeah. That is, an exact, that is an exact reading that this woman Cut gives. to, and then the camera pans over, and there's two dead bodies behind her, and she's holding a bloody knife. Yeah. Uh, at this point, uh, we are teleported to Elliot at, at, at somewhere Red, at Redmond's at the old Redmond estate, and he knocks yeah. on the door, and there's an old lady being like, "Leave at once! I live here by myself. I'm the widow Redmond, heir to the fortune of a journalist. <laughs> well, <laughs> I live in a giant mansion. I live in a mansion. Uh, and this is where we get that backstory Jacob was talking. Does about. he? Does he break into her house? Yeah. 
Okay. It just opens the front door, kind of, <laughs> she and starts le- yelling into she's it. She's a crazy widow, but she leaves her front door unlocked. Is that well, what I'm supposed Wisconsin. to Wisconsin. Yeah. Who locks their door in Wisconsin? I don't know. Cheese owners? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, probably cheese owners. Yeah. I would think so. And then we get a flashback that she could not have been privy to. Mm. Uh, she is now young and returns home from a hard day of what I can only assume is nursing, based on... It was uh, October 20th, 1969. She sees her husband, whatever his name Redman is, mm-hmm. riding all over their lovely olive green home. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it. She's and like, then he's like, I gotta deal with this shit, and he grabs a <laughs> shotgun and leaves. Yeah, he's, she's like, what is it? What shouldn't I think or say? And he's like, <laughs> I, I'm out. <laughs> uh, and then we see him finishing the murders that we saw from earlier, and then he goes to shoot himself, and it's blanks, or he's out of ammo. That's what it is. <laughs> Not blanks. Yeah. And instead, he drinks turpentine and dies. I'm sorry. He drinks what is obviously turpentine, but is labeled poison. Yeah. yeah. Well, he sees the bye-bye man and the bye-bye man's dog, who takes a chomp out of one of the victims, is like coming closer to him, and he's like, I'm not going to let you win. Nobody knows this but me. Glug, 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 bottoms up. And then he barfs up a bunch of blood and dies. Yeah. And it turns out that... He's been eliminating, before all this, he's been eliminating any written word of the bye-bye man from the library's archives, so no one could ever know about it. <laughs> the libra- he did write it in that bedside table. <laughs> the li- that was part of the librarian's terrible monologue earlier, which is like, he's been removing all of the times, and if you remove something from history, then no, it's like it never happened. <laughs> and Elliot has no reaction to any of this information. Yeah, okay, we all read 1984. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, we cut back to the Widow Redman, and she's like, only one way to take care of this, and hands uh, <laughs> hands that. Elliot a revolver, and he's like, just kill all of them and kill yourself. And he's like, <laughs> Thanks, no, ma'am. but you survived. How'd you survive? And she's like, I never knew his name. Yeah, mm. I survived by having no information to help. Yeah. I and did. she catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in the most hilariously poorly animated old lady on fire scene... <laughs> To hit movie screens nationwide. Yeah. Uh, but he realized it's a hallucination, and he's like, you can't get me if I don't believe in you. You can't get me if I don't believe in you. And we're like, oh, it's going to be a f- yeah. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street ending. He's cracked the code. He's like, he he somehow, based on no information, is like, I figured it out, Widow Redman. He gets his power from people being scared of him and believing in him. So if I'm not scared and I don't believe any of these hallucinations and no one else is, that'll defeat him. And she's like, cool beans, and approaches the fireplace and bursts into flames. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, well, that's not real. And then she's like, why are you looking at me? Okay, got to go. Uh, and the gun. then fortunately his ride home is very uneventful <laughs> no I love this Psych. <laughs> he is speed- there's a scene earlier when he's driving there where he's singing along to the radio uh, which uh, is he's very- singing bye bye love too <laughs> which is funny on the nose movie on the nose he's speeding home at night and in the middle of the road is his roommate John standing in- and he's like this is a hallucination I'm gonna gun it and drive even <laughs> faster and he passes through John who's just a hallucination he's like haha take that bye bye man <laughs> and then he turns around and there's the librarian also standing in the middle of the road and he just plows into her and flips his car over yep, there's some sweet dummy action <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he gets out and is like oh 
That's too bad. Yeah, her head's all busted open. Her brains are visible. But she had been bye-bye man, so, you know. Yeah, that she was, was already evil. We don't care anymore. Bye-bye yeah. man is really helping him out. Easy come, easy go. You'd think bye-bye man would want to send her, like, you know, get on a plane, go infect the West Coast or something. Yeah, bye-bye man's a very poor virus. Yeah. I mean, assuming that Elliot was correct that that's how he works, <laughs> maybe he doesn't care. It's not really clear. Uh, so he then is like, well, fuck it. I'm going all the way home now to tell all my friends about how to defeat Bye-Bye Man. Yeah. Fortunately, John has awoken, uh, in the basement where he's not locked up. Or- <laughs> and leaves. Gets <laughs> up and leaves the basement. Goes back to where he'd started from. And he finds Sasha. And to Sasha, he is now, she's now hallucinating John as Elliot and... John is hallucinating Sasha as the bloodied corpse of Kim. That's funny to me because he sees her as this horrible, gross monster, and she sees him as, as the just hero. some guy. Yeah. As, 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 some, as our hero. Yeah, as a scared version of our hero. It's just like, yeah, she doesn't really need to, she doesn't have to do, she doesn't have to do anything. And also, John's like, get away from me! And she keeps, like, following Chasing him around, around, being like, what's wrong? Why are you Give me a big old hug or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Elliot bursts in the door and as in the front door and then they're both upstairs and we see John grab a pair of scissors and Elliot's walking up the stairs and we hear a commotion and a bunch of stabbing noises and Elliot kicks open the bedroom door and there's John astride a prone Sasha stabbing her in the face with scissors. Yeah. So Elliot does the only thing he can. And shoots that guy right in the chest. Well, first he tackles him. Well, he tackles him. Whatever but I mean, yeah, he tackles him. him and then shoots him. And then, oh no, it wasn't John at all. That was another hallucination. And you shot your girlfriend, Sasha. But it doesn't really matter because who really cares which one you shot? They're both dead anyway. Yeah, so yeah. He Dark Knighted her like the Joker. The most pointless him. Dark Knight, though, because it could have been the other way around, too, and the movie would have worked the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's no I didn't. There's no emotional reveal. There's no plot point that Well, that John does survive somehow. I know, but you could just make her survive. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Bye Bye Man shows up at this point. Uh, but yeah, Bye Bye Man shows up and is like, I'm Voldemort. And <laughs> simultaneously, who else is here? It's the older brother. And he brought your niece with him. And he's oh. like, let us in. We want to hear about the Bye Bye Man. The, yeah. the Bye Bye Man starts booping him on the forehead, showing him visions yeah. of like his niece being infected by the Bye Bye Man. Yeah. But I guess that's not true. No, it's not. I think that was just a possibility of the events that could transpire. Showing you all the multitudes of the different universes. <laughs> yeah, the the, the Bibaverse. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Elliot is taken forever to come out while his brother knocks on the door, and his brother has his niece in tow. And his niece keeps being like, I gotta pee. We gotta get in that house. But Elliot is giving a bunch of, like, clearly in distress responses. Don't get, like, go away. Run away. Leave me alone yeah. right now. Get away from here. She's like, no, I have to pee. We have to stay. And her dad's like, we gotta come in, dude. I'm not gonna leave. Gotta pee. Yeah. Uh, and so he eventually tells uh, Alice to go go pee in the woods or whatever. And all of us are just like, there's a table in the woods. Don't go there. Yeah, there's yeah. a haunted table that says bye-bye man out there. Don't don't read it, Alice. Yeah, whatever you So Alice runs into the woods. Uh, Elliot and his brother on either side of the front door. And Elliot's like, I got this. Elliot's like, I'm not going to say it. And he's like, 
with my baby. Just keep singing some like some songs. Ain't seen nothing yet. And finally shoots himself in the brain pan. We assume. Yeah, well, shoots himself, and we see a big blood spatter on the window from the other version. Virgil, the older brother, whose name we never mentioned, even though it's Virgil, the dumbest name that's ever been in any movie, is like Alice and finds her in the truck and. Then we notice the house is on fire. And yeah, and I'm like, how's that happen? But other people watching the movie understood. A, a lamp got knocked over in the background and fell on the bed. Okay. Which, I didn't notice it either. Okay, very good. I was like, oh. That's, right. that's why you want those LED bulbs. Also, the house being on fire didn't change yeah, has or changed do anything. Yeah. yeah. The people who were dead remained dead. The guy <laughs> who was stabbed was also burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so equally almost dead. You burned. Uh, we cut to the police are there and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hearty tarty tar. Uh, this young lad that you had locked up earlier, he murdered that librarian and her kids and then came home and murdered her roommates. Well, just... Too bad you let him go, isn't it, Carrie Ann Moss? He's like, lay, lay off, man. It's my first day on the job or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. There's something bit bigger at play here. I can feel it in my cop gut instincts. Mm-hmm. And then we see John is still alive. He's burned and stabbed. And he's being carted off. And she runs up to him and she's like, just tell me. Tell me what happened. Say it. And then he's the top is still spinning. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah. There's a great scene where they're where Elliot's brother is driving home with Alice, and they're talking about like, oh, it's so horrible. And then Alice is like, Daddy, when I went to pee, which I guess she did, and like I saw a, a nightstand out there, and there was coins, and I hear the coins, and then there was writing inside, and he's like, What did it say? What did it say? Like. I'm not a flashlight, Daddy. How would I know? I can't read in the dark. <laughs> ha 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 ha. But then it yeah. ends. Yeah. But then it ends with John saying something that they don't verbalize. It's a very lost in translation situation mm-hmm. to the police officer, and we're all like, "Oh my god, he probably said hot pockets." Even if he said said, bye-bye, man, they're still going to find that frickin' dresser there. (laughs) Also, he survived, so isn't the bye-bye man going to kill him? Yeah. Well, I think theoretically we're thinking that this is his final moment. So Uh, trying to get him to the ammo lamps. And she's like, wait, what is he going to say? And someone in the background is like, oh, it it, it don't matter on what he has to say now. Yeah, you fucked this case up on a... I I think they could have more clearly set up the bye-bye verse. (laughs) The Bye Bye Bagulaverse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This movie is uh, oh, the end. Credits roll. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, it. That's the, the end. end. The credits roll. Let's talk about the lore because this is really where the movie falls apart. Oh yeah, you got okay. I you know I like horror movies. Oh, sorry. and I was on a and I was on a horror movie podcast for a season that both of you guessed it on. Yeah, you gotta you gotta lay out some groundwork. You don't have to lay it all out, but you gotta set like. Here are the rules so that I know when it's scary and when it's not. And, like, simple rules. You don't need that many. Like, It Follows is, like, the perfect example sure. of how this movie would have worked. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, it's the same. Great. You just set up, like, four rules. The villain has to follow them. That's all there is to it. You're yeah. hoping that the good guys follow the rules that won't get them killed, and then if they make a mistake, then you're like, oh my god, they blew it, now they're in trouble. And the two options are the audience sees the mistake, and then we know something bad's gonna happen, Yeah, and we get that tension, or we don't see the mistake until after it's been, after they've already fell to it. Sure. Those are the, that's... that's and you set that, them up early. There you go, that, that's horror movies. That's all it is. Uh, also, this movie 
movie keeps lowering or maintaining the stakes throughout it because uh, Elliot is constantly like, who did you tell? And everyone's like, no one. (laughs) And they're being honest. They actually didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone and I'm not going to. Like, uh, that might be scary if they're like, well, I said it in class. And he's like, no, I have to kill 30 people. You know, who knows? Like, legit, no characters but Elliot have a conversation with any characters who aren't Elliot in, like, the entire movie. The only people who find out about the Bye Bye Man are the people Elliot tells. Yeah. Uh, Like, Sasha talks to Mr. Daisy, but says nothing about the Bye Bye Man. Yeah. John goes to class and has no lines while he's in class. Yeah. Kim learns about the Bye Bye Man, doesn't live with them, uh, maybe theoretic- tells her roommate, I theoretically guess. tells her roommate because then she kills her roommate. Yeah, but she apparently figured out what the rules are through psychic powers or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, also, I think... <laughs> I think that the afflictions that the three of them get are, like, simultaneously sexist and racist. Oh, absolutely they yeah, are. Yeah, the, the woman gets weak. Uh-huh. And the black man gets angry. Oh, and the... the and the white kid <laughs> solves the problem. And the white guy's conscur- concerned that the black kid will take his girl. Yeah. Yeah. Very concerned, and he hits him with a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yuck. Uh, also, the, like, just right out the bat, right out the gate, let's just talk about how making a movie that is about, like, trying to put a supernatural spin on why like school shootings and mass killings happen oh yeah they do is fucking gross they touch on this very briefly at the end which is probably why somebody thought this was like somebody's concept for why this would even be a movie because just having a ghost is generally not enough it's like oh anytime there's been a mass shooting and somebody snaps it's because of the bye-bye man that's why. This is what the journalist explains and after it kills everybody. Also, whoever's doing the shooting is actually an unsung hero trying yes, to yeah. solve a problem. Trying to stop the bye-bye man. So it's really like, like, think about the fucking movies you're making, people. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> this one is particularly gross. They yeah. bring up Columbine by name in yeah. this movie about how, like, oh, this he's not just some Columbine kid. He knows what he's doing or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Um, also, the two people of color get murdered first. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I guess no. aside from Kim's roommate, Kim get Kim the uh, the roommate and Kim both get murdered first. That's okay. Yes, that, I guess yeah. that's true. But all the people of color do get murdered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie <laughs> was nothing. There is no scares in it. No, it also was very unscary. And no, there's a bunch of attempted jump scares. And granted, we watched this in the middle of the day but with the volume a not that job. Loud. But it'll be like he's looking through a window at some jewelry unrelated to the plot. No, he's trying to look at his he's roommate's reflection a in yeah. a window. And all of a sudden, the bye bye man's face appears. But it's not ah! like, and he yeah. shows up. It's just like it just kind of a face is there. And he's like, ah, yeah. It's really weird. The other thing that's weird is that this movie is super derivative of a lot of other horror movies, but it does things from those same movies worse. Like, it doesn't set up... I mean, the biggest problem is it just doesn't set up at all what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. They're afflicted by a ghost, but the rules are like, well, you don't say his name, because if you do, something bad happens, and then... 
you you don't I you if you're Kim you die, but if you're anybody else you kill other people. Unless you're John, in which case you get murdered. You Yeah, the bye-bye man makes you hallucinate things to kill people who are also infected by the bye-bye 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 man is Bye-bye-man. Yeah, you've been afflicted with BBM. You would think oh, that bye-bye man would want to make you not kill the people that are also on your team. I mean, in in another terrible horror movie, Sinister, the way that they solve this problem is he literally calls up a professor of pagan studies. Yeah. He's like, let me lay out the rules for you. And that movie has a ghost that makes no sense either. But in this one... You know, they don't even have a character who lays it out, so it's just like, well, I guess Elliot's assumptions of what's going on must be correct, even though he's a crazy person. Uh, it's just kind of like a laundry list of things that you might be scared of. Well, and the, <laughs> not done well. Uh, there's, yeah, there's like it begins as like a Amityville horror, like haunted house movie. Yeah, like it begins with like they go into a house and spooky shit happens. Yeah, the problem is. Why? Like, there's nothing about this, like, we get that, I guess there's a table in it that has the words bye-bye man on it. Yeah. But bye-bye man isn't, like, a ghost that haunts a house. Yeah. It's not clear what he is at all, really. Yeah, it would be like as if the It Follows kids had to deal with a haunted house. (laughs) Right. Like, it's... As a side effect of whatever's going on. So it begins as a haunted house movie and then ends up being, like, a demon from hell... But the demon from hell has no actual physical powers. It just makes other people kill people. So it's like... Or themselves. <laughs> it's like Amityville Horror meets It Follows meets The Purge. And, yeah. yeah. With some of the least clear rules from all of them. But like all of those other movies are good and this <laughs> is not. Like even The Purge I think is... Yeah. I've never seen it, but it's got to be better than Far this. Far and away better than this movie. Well, like, they go in the house, and it's scary, and then they go in the basement and do the horror movie thing where they inspect <laughs> all the dick, shit in the basement. Around. Yeah, yeah, and legit, Daniel said a thing, and he was completely right. As soon as they entered the basement, Daniel was like, oh, shit, Cabin by the Woods really made all these movies have to work a lot harder. Yeah. Because we're just in the, the, and we're like, what the fuck? You're oh, a puzzle this, box. <laughs> oh, God, I found a conch shell. Yeah. <laughs> like, they paint the basement as scary, and why? It has no relation to what happened. In fact, the house they live in is, I don't... Fa- it's not haunted. <laughs> yeah. It's not haunted. And legit, like, the whole point of the basement was they entered this house, and we're like, it's supposed to be furnished. And so they go in the basement and find all the furniture, they could have just left the house furnished. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. There's no reason for them to go in the basement. It doesn't change the plot. It doesn't add anything. It's This movie is, yeah. <laughs> like, dumbfoundingly bad. Yeah. yeah. it. I brought this up, I think, on our last episode of what I'm going to call NaNoWriMo syndrome, where it has the feel of somebody writing it from start to finish, like, in one go. Yeah. Where stuff is introduced earlier in the movie where, like, it implies some stuff that'll happen later. And it doesn't because it's like, oh, they let's write a movie about some teens who live in a haunted house. And then they meet this ghost. And what are the rules of the ghost? Okay, you can't say his name or I'll kill you. Okay, so now if we have that, then he's going to go look him up and he tells somebody's name. Okay, we'll have it be that the name is what you shouldn't say. Well, what happened to the journals? We'll do a flashback. And yeah. it's like, by the end of the movie, the stuff that happened at the beginning of the movie doesn't relate at all. It has no bearing. There's a lot of stuff about trains and coins. You'll notice nothing they, you never yeah. find any information about yeah. trains or coins. You, if you're going to have a ghost that kills people and they also leave coins, maybe have someone find a coin and then get murdered? Sure. Yeah. The little girl finds coins at the end. 
nothing. She's fine. I guess she's got owns two coins now. Uh, yeah, nothing in this movie has any bearing on anything like that. <laughs> like nothing about the scary house came up again. No. Uh, yeah, nothing matters. <laughs> I mean, the bye bye man. I mostly kills them at the house, but also kills some other people who aren't at the house. <laughs> yeah. It's not tied to that in any way. I, the only thing tying him there is, I guess, that his name is carved into a table. But also, it's written in the book in the library. Yeah. But I like that he scratches out the name in the book, but he doesn't do a very good job. It's like a ballpoint pen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's an article that says Bye Bye Man like two or three times in the article, and he's scratching it out. One, he loses track of time, and it takes him an hour to scratch out three instances of Bye Bye Man. Uh, and two... He just like writes a line through like yeah. like you can still read that it says bye bye man. <laughs> yeah, and the the editing in this movie is very weird at times. There's there's split second scenes that are like time passing of oh she's she's uh, cl- cleansing the house. Okay, next scene it's the yeah. seance playing baseball in the backyard. Yeah. Just, oh shit! I forgot they played baseball. Well, that scene is three point five seconds long. So <laughs> and it doesn't baseball. do anything. Yeah. One of you mentioned I can't. I'm sorry. I cannot remember who. There's the scene where they get into an argument, the three of them, because like Elliot's pissed off because he thinks John's trying to put the moves on his girl and Sasha's sick. And they're getting into a big argument, and they're going to fight each other, and then it cuts, and it's... Oh, yeah. It's like, the next day, he's, like, taking the garbage out. That's me, baby. <laughs> it's like, I was mad about that. Yeah, like, what happened with that argument? Yeah. Well, okay, uh, we're both... Uh, our minds are deteriorating, and I guess we resolved this argument peaceably and left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We shook hands and left as gentlemen. I don't know. And you'll never know. All right. Let's jump to the tests. Yeah. This one will be interesting. Yeah. So the Bechdel Wallace test. Are there at least two female characters with names? Yes. 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 There's at least Kim and Sasha. Sasha. Alice. And librarian and Alice. And Alice. I don't know if librarian counts because she doesn't have a name, although she does have a lot of lines and is integral. Well, and there's the, the widow Redman. Yes. Uh, I, her name is Mrs. Watson. Mrs. Watson. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, IMDB. Do two female characters ever speak to each other? Yes. yes. Do they? Seance. Yeah, Kim and Sasha. Does Kim say anything to Sasha in this entire movie? I was really trying to think back, like, with mid-movie, I'm trying to think. They do definitely, Kim says a lot to Elliot about, like, I'm sorry, Sasha says a lot to Elliot about, like, I want to have Kim here, I want to do the seance, I want to do the stuff. They have a seance together. I don't know if they ever trade lines. Because Elliot is mean to Kim during the seance, and that's the only conversation. I feel like they talk before the seance. I feel like there's a scene where it's, like, post-party and they're doing dishes in the kitchen, because it's one of those scenes where they're all, like, yelling at each other and then cuts to seance. But to the two of them, I don't know if they ever say each other. They're in the same scene together. They're in a conversation. Also, mostly what they're saying is, Ellie's being a dick. Maybe. I I, I feel like the scene begins with the two of them talking, and then the boys enter. But I don't remember. I'm not giving it a pass if we can't think of a single line. <laughs> eh. But I mean, they would be but the it's possible. Only, they would be the only two women who spoke. Yeah, and everybody if else they just did. talks to Elliot. Yep. Um. So potential pass, but probably not. Maybe. Uh. The racial Bechdel test. Are there two people? Two people of color. Yes. Yes. Yeah. At least John and Mrs. Mrs. Watson. Watson. Those are the only two. They never meet each other. Yeah. No. Never talk. Um. And are there any LGBTQ characters? No. 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 Although Mr. Daisy does act very strange towards 
uh, Sasha for a moment in a way that seems homophobic briefly, but then yeah, kind of just doesn't go anywhere, and that scene doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, he does go like, yeah, she's like, I'm renting that place and this address. Ooh, with those and he's two like, handsome men? With those two handsome guys, and it was really like, what? Where, where are they going with this? And it does, they don't go anywhere with it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was more purposoid guys hitting on this. Maybe. This lady, like, oh, you like handsome men, do you? Yeah, and she's like, and he's like, are you going with both of them? Yeah. Does he say that? Yeah, he does. <laughs> it was very weird. Uh, but that scene doesn't go anywhere, and he doesn't show up again in the movie. <laughs> uh so yeah i would say two to three fails out of the three. Oh yeah i mean it's at least deserving of two also i mean we may have brought this up before but there's a lot of like sexist and racist yeah the bechdel test isn't like a test to be like your movie's not sexist no it's more of a test to be like is the industry inherently sexist and it is Yeah. yeah but this movie has other flaws with just the way that the characters are i mean mrs watson is a Kind of a stereotype, but also just a weird, poorly, like, yeah, poorly defined character in a lot of ways. Yeah, and we've already gone over why all the motivations of all the other characters are pretty racist and sexist in and of themselves. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a, a a flaw here as well. Even putting a, if all that stuff was not in the movie, where like John is his black friend who is the athletic one of the three of them, and he's also the one three one of them who you basically just never see that him outside of his interactions with the two of them yeah yeah you at least see elliot in class and sasha meeting mr daisy well you see john in class you see john in philosophy oh yeah and he's, and he's very scared but he you know but, but yeah he's definitely the, the least defined character yeah yeah which of the three of them his definition is is angry jock which is too bad because of the three of them he's also the most likable character yeah totally i think that might be just the actors maybe a little better than the sasha and elliot and yeah he gets more charisma out of the little bit he gets I don't know, but he actually comes across as like, he's not mean to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Seems okay. I will say Elliot is a total dick in this movie, yeah. but he is a dick in in the way that white oh. guys in college are dicks. <laughs> That's yeah. true. And also that is a horror movie like trope, trope, which is still bad, but it's like the main character who's freaking out, but also has to solve the crime just ends up coming across as like, I don't believe any of this. And now I do. Yeah. Oh, also everyone in this movie takes turns, uh, slag being (laughs) the sensible one in a situation. Like Sasha will be like, Elliot, it's all a hallucination. This is all in your head. You're going crazy. You just need to be fine. And then 30 seconds later, she's like, ah, but I'm losing it. Now I see things. And someone has to talk her down. Yeah, like an hour into this movie, Elliot gets freaked out from hearing hearing sounds and goes into the basement. And he sees a ghost or whatever, and he runs upstairs, and John and Sasha are like, what are you, there's nothing, yeah. idiot. But they were freaking out 10 minutes earlier in the same movie. Yeah. Uh, Jacob. Tell us about the actual Bye Bye Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I did a little research because it's like, what the hell is going on with this? There is a article. The one I looked at was on bloodydisgusting.com, mm-hmm. which is a horror movie website, talking about, A, Bye Bye Man, the movie sucks. It makes no sense. Uh, and B, that at the during the credits of this movie, it's like, this is based on a book, by the way, called... Uh, the ghost of Body Island, something like or that. The bridge to the bridge Bo- to Body yeah. Island. Um, there's apparently a Wisconsin myth. I'm gonna look up some of these Wisconsin things. Wisconsin myth, because it is bananas. So here's some details about the real life myth of the Bye Bye Man. Uh, he is from 1930s Louisiana. Uh, let's see. Three friends in Wisconsin begin playing around with a Ouija board. 
they make contact with a series of entities. Some of the entities tell them about the Bye Bye Man, who has a tragic backstory. He's an albino in 1920s Louisiana. He was teased and tormented by his peers. Uh, and then he began, as he got older, he began to seek vengeance. Mm, like uh, you do. Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. (laughs) He travels around the country by train, carrying out random brutal killings. So there's your train. Okay. Uh, Also, his eyesight fails, so he gets a service dog, a devilish companion named Gloom Singer. That's awesome. I do love love Gloom Singer. He was sewn together from pieces of the Bye Bye Man's victims. Okay, hold on. Even more bizarre, Gloomsinger is always deteriorating, and the bye-bye man has to kill more victims to gather the eyes, tongues, and other parts necessary to restore him. How do you train a Franken-dog to be your service dog? Uh, it's like a it's like a class skill that you get at level 10, I'm pretty sure. Maybe you only kill service dogs to make it. <laughs> but it's not like you become blind and then you train your own dog. Someone else has to train it for you. From the devil! Well, I, mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure he just is an undead hunter. Uh, World of Warcraft joke. World of Warcraft joke. We did it. Warcraft jokes for all 21 episodes. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. The hunting dog's whistling announces the impending arrival of his master. We definitely... Whistling. I would love to see a whistling dog, but that dog wasn't in this movie. I mean, I've seen a house fly. (laughs) But an elephant fly? I've never seen a dog whistle. Uh, Oh, shit! We can do that! (laughs) That's a joke! Oh, boy. Uh, Let's see. The Bye-Bye Man then develops telepathic abilities so he can tell if anyone thinks of his name. So the don't say his name, don't think his name is part of this. Uh, and then he uses Gloom Singer to find people and dispatch them. He's described as having long hair, a white face, black glasses, and a tattoo on his wrist, wearing a pea coat and a wide brimmed hat, and carrying around his victim's organs in a sack of gore. Sh- Schneck, this is the author, evocatively describes him as, quote, more strangely hideous than the ugliest abortion. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> First of all, gross. Second of all, though, we do see that uh, when a bye-bye man murders someone with hallucinations, the dog comes out and eats out their eyeballs and tongue. <laughs> we do see that. Wouldn't the police be like, yeah, this is a strange killing, but why is everyone's eyeballs and tongue gone? <laughs> Eaten by a dog. Eaten by a gloom singer. Yeah. Uh, also, the bye-bye man can mimic voices or has a feminine voice because he tricks people More by... More prestidigitation. Well, just to be clear, in the story, there's no hallucinations. He is a supernatural telepathic serial killer, but he doesn't trick anybody. He just goes around killing that people. That sounds way more fun. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that'd be Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just some creepy uh, spook man. Yeah. That's I fine. wonder if Jeepers Creepers is just based on this myth. Oh, could be. That's well, the one where the guy molested all those kids, right? Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. And Justin Long's in it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Don't watch Jeepers Creepers. Oh, it's real good. All right, watch Jeepers Creepers. The second one has all the high school kids stuck on the bus. But don't support that director, who is a literal Creepers. Oh, I didn't know the director did that. (laughs) Sorry, told him. Uh, This comes up on the Decades podcast. A headline reads, Jeepers, what a creeper. I mean, if we were going to not watch movies that were made by people who molested kids, then that's like 90% of the movies we can't watch. Yeah, yeah sorry. Ninja Turtles. I mean, Roman Polanski, yeah. Jeffrey Jones, Woody Allen, Woody Steven Allen, Spielberg. maybe Brian Singer, <laughs> TBD. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That's okay, I don't need to see the new X-Men movie anyway. Oh. That's fine. Yeesh. 
Uh, and moving on, where's the third act start? Third act starts when, uh, oh, the, oh, they get back to the house, he's talked to the police, he's back, he's talked to the widow, so he's figured uh, out how to defeat the bye-bye. I was going to say, say pre-widow. I was, pre-widow? Saying, I was saying leaving the widow's house. Oh, okay. So on the drive back. Okay. So the librarian has not been hit with the car okay. yet. I can, I can understand that. So we have to stick with the widow explanation. All right. All right, let's break. Yeah. Break. And we're back. We're back, baby. Back to the bye-bye man. Uh, We're going to do the die of fate. Michael, you're one. Uh, One. Daniel. Two. I'm three. If we roll a four, we'll re-roll it. We got a D4. It's a two. Daniel. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Daniel Town. All right, everybody. Population you. Where were we? D-Town. Uh, Elliot is leaving old, old man, old man widow's house. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't done a thing that we should have done. What, what did we do? Elliot. 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 Hurt. With this knife. <laughs> step, step. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we're good now. He's leaving the old widow's house. He thinks he's got the bye-bye man figured out. He drives mm-hmm. home listening to his dumb music. Uh, what dumb music is listening to? Uh, uh, Specificity is key here, Daniel. You say bye-bye. <laughs> I say man, 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 bye-bye, man, 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 bye-bye, man. Ah, uh, good. Okay, now yeah. I have a clear picture. That's what he's listening to, and he's singing along. Uh, no dumb bullshit happens on the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets to the house. Uh, and he he walks in, and what does he see? He sees his two roommates, his girlfriend and his roommate, sitting calmly on the couch. Oh, good. Yeah. Problem solved. Like, oh, guys, I figured it out. I figured out the bye-bye man. And they're like, so have we, Elliot. So have we. <gasps> and at that moment... Oh, also, the librarian is there with them, too. Oh, oh hi, God. Mrs. Watson. Yeah. Yeah, Miss, Miss, Miss Watson? All of the bye-bye man squad are there, and they look okay. <laughs> Slimer is there. <laughs> Uh, bye bye man walks in and says I'm sorry I'm so deeply sorry for how I've treated all of you but it's been a necessity I need to know something from you are you willing to trust me I know I've done nothing to earn your trust (laughs) in fact I must seem very evil to you Mm -hmm. Elliot says fine I'll listen to what you have to say but I don't like you very much you see I am an angelic assassin. <gasps> Whoa. I knew it. My name is the bye-bye man, and I am paid in the golden coins in which you keep finding. Oh. And I have been paid to protect a ghost in this house. <gasps> That's right. The son of Mr. Daisy. He lives in this house. Daisy Jr.? Yes. Maisie Daisy? Daisy, baby Daisy? And I've been trying to scare you out of it because otherwise you... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you would get... Caught up in the demonic crossfire. Also, the reason you can't say my name is that I'm not the only one listening. The demons can hear us, too. Say now, my name, say my name. When you, no one is around me, say bye-bye, man. Love you. Go <laughs> on. So he says, look, you got a choice. Either I can shepherd you into the other world, you can go to heaven like everyone else, or mm-hmm. you can you can aid me. I've never done this before. You mm-hmm. can join my my angelic assassination squad. Oh. And today we're protecting a little ghost, and a little ghost child comes out. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's me. Yeah, he says my father. My father has forsaken me. <laughs> it's me, Casper. Or whatever. My father has forsaken me. 
Uh, anyways, they say, yeah, sure, let's let's lock and load, bye-bye, man. And they all arm themselves with implements, and then a badass action scene happens where demons oh, start coming oh, in through get, the windows <laughs> trying to get, get, get that get ghost. Get. And bye-bye, man uses a sick-ass dog, Gloom Singer, to kill a bunch of demons. Everyone else slices demons as best they can, and as they're doing it, their eyes glow yellow, and they sprout angel wings. They're <laughs> angels, too. What? I'm going gonna- <laughs> to mess up these demons for messing up my ride. The end. Yay! It's the oh, end of Constantine. Wow, they, say, they save baby. Ooh, Beautiful. it's the baby save ending. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're gonna call that touched by an angel. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call that touched by a baby angel. Casper the friendly bye bye man. <laughs> yeah. AAS. <laughs> Angelic Assassin Squad. Well, I forgot to say that in mine they all become bye bye man at the end. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, they're bye bye men too. The BBMs yeah. for the AAS. Here come the BBMs. <laughs> that that really puts a fitting cap on what I created. Yeah, I was gonna say there's something missing, but I think you found it. I love it. Oh yeah, good ending. Thank Danielle. you. Thank you. All right, who wants to be evens and who wants to be odds? Evens. Odds. Evens. Oh, that's Ooh, a Michael. Okay, all right. Okay, Michael goes now. Okay, Michael time. <clears throat> me 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 me. Bye right. bye bye man. Bye-bye, man. Okay. Uh, Elliot is at the Widow Redmond's house, Mm -hmm. and she has just told him the story of her husband. Mm. And she's like, if only he could have found a way to forget. And Elliot looks into the fireplace and says, I think I have it. By Jove. And they get into an argument, and she's like, you don't have it. And he's like, I do have it. And then it cuts inappropriately. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it sticks with that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, we're going to keep the same the same uh, tone. Okay. Uh, it cuts to a close-up of Elliot's face. He's asleep. It's like one of those sideways shots where it's close-up, mm-hmm. and his beard's all scruffy now. Oh, yeah. And it starts pulling out, and we see he's like laying on the floor. And it keeps pulling out. And he's like in front of a very expensive white couch laying Ooh. on the floor. And it keeps pulling out. And we see off in a chair to the left, uh, John is sprawled out all like asleep. And then it keeps pulling out. And it's like garbagey. There's garbage everywhere. Oh, there's no. bottles. You look on the bed and there's Sasha face down on the bed. And it keeps pulling out. And we notice they're in a hotel room. Oh, no. And and, uh, Elliot gets up and immediately just starts puking. And he's got a headache. And there's people around. And the two of them, and they start waking up. And they're like, what the fuck did we do last night? What did we do? What did they do? Michael, what did they do? Well, they're going to have to spend another hour and a half figuring that out. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> wild adventures. Is Bye Bye Man locked on the roof? <laughs> first, Michael. They, first, they, first, they kick open the bathroom door, and who's asleep in the tub next to a tiger? Mrs. Watson. Oh, I knew Mrs. it. Watson, party animal. Yeah, and there's a baby there, and then they go around Vegas, and they're just looking for the Bye Bye Man. Mm, uh, uh, sorry to ruin your ending. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? I was not sure. Uh, and they find the Bye Bye Man, and then they rush him to his wedding, and he gets married, and then they, all, and then they all have a dance sequence to Bye 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 Man. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you call that ending, Michael? I'm calling it the buying over. <laughs> Bang oh, <yeah>. over. <laughs> 
Uh, did you guys know Mrs. Watson was in The Hangover? That's in her IMDb. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. Deep down, maybe you knew that. Yeah. There is a scene, though, where Mrs. Watson does box Mike Tyson and wins. Oh, in yeah. In my movie. Nice. Ellie <laughs> gets a tattoo on his face. Yeah. All right, Jacob, what you got? Okay. So I did not do a funny ending. Sorry, everybody. That's okay. I didn't either. Yeah, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Go back 18 episodes to when we tried harder. Okay. So I will make one slight modification. So he's, he's met with the widow, Redmond, uh-huh. who gives him the story. He does not go like, oh, obviously this means if you don't believe in him, blah, 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 blah. Sure. We'll just stick with, which doesn't pay off anyways. We'll just stick with she tells him. He says, how did you know... Like, how did you survive all this time? And he's like, I didn't know what it was. Hey, here's a gun. Go kill everybody and kill yourself. So Elliot races home. He's hallucinating the whole way, but he's like, I, I can do this. I'm going to make it. He, you know, squee. He does not run over Mrs. Watson or anybody. <laughs> he freaks out. He makes it to his house. And as he's pulling into the driveway, he sees that someone has spray painted bye bye man in giant letters on the front of his uh. Uh, front of his house. And in fact, as he's driving there, he's like s- screaming past at 100 miles an hour past like police cruisers also heading to his house. Uh, he busts in there. He, you know, kicks the door in. He finds Sasha and John and he shoots him to death with the pistol he stole. Um, and as he's, you know, as he's murderizing them, he sees the bye-bye man. Murderizing them. As, as we see in the movie, the bye-bye man's there with his dog. Uh, he's hallucinating stuff, you know, even worse. Like he just can't keep it together for even more a few minutes. So he pokes his own eyes out. Oh, sick. Uh, and he's, you know, he's bleeding profusely from his eyes, as we saw in all of his weird hallucinations. Um, he goes, uh, stumbles into his bedroom and, like, tears out a piece of uh, cloth off the, I don't know, off the sheets and makes a blindfold. Mm. But before he does, he sticks the two coins in his eye sockets and wraps them in there and he's been blessed with supernatural sight uh, and the bye-bye man who's who's been watching him silently like motions to him and his dog goes over and nuzzles up to elliot and then the bye-bye man fades away mm. uh, elliot grabs his big scary cloak that's been sitting next to his bed the whole time <laughs> oh, for yeah. some reason and puts it on and now he's like this creepy supernatural bye-bye man as the police are pulling up to the um Pulling up to the house, he's smashed the the door so it doesn't say bye-bye man on it anymore. So uh, Elliot flees into the woods with his dog as the police are pulling up to the front driveway. Um, He goes, you know, cut to later that night, you see Mrs. Watson uh, in her house having murdered her family and she's, you know, clutching a bloody knife. And then out of the shadows comes Elliot who... I don't know, shoots her or eats her or something, or the dog bites her to death. Some gruesome horror movie, death befalls her. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> However you choose to think about what would be grossest. Um, uh, cockroaches. Oh, yeah, she gets eaten by cockroaches. Elliot has cockroach powers. Bats. <laughs> and bats are there. They're riding, The cockroaches are riding on the bats. Uh, they're biting. Animated knives. Oh, <laughs> and the animated knives are there. <laughs> she has a cat that are killed by animated knives. Uh, a wardrobe falls on her. Yeah. Uh, that's the scariest thing you can go for. A bunch uh, of mops come to life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tries to chop them up, but that makes only more mops. <laughs> uh, a lion with a black mane says, long live the king, and she falls into a herd of wildebeest. 
movies. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. And there's also a witch and a wardrobe. <laughs> They're all there. A poison apple. <laughs> Mrs. Watson survives many of these, but eventually succumbs to these poison apples. Uh, it's like Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> he kills Mrs. Watson. His dog's chomping on all the dead bodies. Um, he's going through all of her stuff and wouldn't you know it, her computer screen's on and she's typed on Facebook, bye bye man, into her status and Uh, he sees there's been hundreds of comments and people are like, yeah, likes and people are being like, what is bye bye man? (laughs) Turns out, turns out she is is a very popular YouTube star. (laughs) Yes, her unboxing videos are, she's written (laughs) bye bye man in the comments Uh, and the last scene is Elliot has his his, uh, iPhone with all the comments and he's listing out all the people who've commented on it as he gets on a train mm. to ride the rails murdering everybody uh. he's become the new bye bye man similar to Daniel's ending that he and added to later <laughs> yeah I'm gonna cut you off <laughs> at the pass uh, but he becomes the bye bye man which explains the coins on the train and the weird cloak in his house and stuff Yeah, off to go kill everybody who's ever read the word bye bye man and what happens to the old Bye Bye Man? Uh, his work is done. He's passed it on Santa Claus style. Yeah, he goes Candyman style. <laughs> Candyman Santa Claus style. He's passed it on to Elliot. He dies and goes to space heaven. That's right. He's that's, yes. He's I don't know. And then we see Lex Luthor takes him into his lab at the end of the movie or something. Oh, for the yeah. Bye Bye Man battle next movie. Bye Bye Man versus Superman. Yeah, right during the post credit sequence, Samuel L. Jackson comes out and meets Elliot, yeah. joining the Bye Bye Man initiative. <laughs> The Angel Assassination Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Bye, my man. will return in Universal's Dark universe. In the Dark Universe. Yeah. <laughs> the end. What do you call that? I call that the Elliot ending. <laughs> Why not? Bye, hey. bye, man. BB, BBW-BBM. BBW. <laughs> That's easier for Twitter. Got it. Uh, the end. Nice. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. was a movie, all right. I'm going to check our list of things we're supposed to talk about every episode. But I know one of them. Uh, which like, is... Like, comment, and subscribe? Yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. We can always use more listeners. If any of you are f- work at Blue Apron, I guess, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you don't work at Blue Apron, go to iTunes and give us five stars, please. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. And just say things like... Gee, Michael's funny. I wish the other two were as good as him. We're yeah. working on it. <laughs> but say that, but then do a winky face so we know Wing. you're being ironic. That's right. That actually, we're the best, and Dan- Michael's like... It's semicolon, end parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're the devil best. face. We're the best. Michael's the one with the hairy chest. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's first, worst, second, best, third, hairy chest or treasure chest? <laughs> Well, I'll take treasure chest. Yeah, I mean, if you got to choose, treasure chest is probably. Is it a nice hairy chest? That's that's something we should establish. It's very, it's very. Looking at Michael, it's very topiary. Who's shirtless right now? It's it's basically a doe, a deer, a female deer, Ray, (laughs) a drop of golden sun, (laughs) me. Oh, uh, I don't know the rest. A name I call myself. B Y E M A N by man a man I want to run from yeah uh yeah do all that Michael yes you got anything you want to plug 
Currently, no, unless you want to go check out our other podcast. I do. Mine. What's it, it called? It's called like? The Sidekicks Pod. And that's about the your mistresses? The, the Sidechicks Pod? The Sidechicks Pod. That's mm-hmm. right. No, it's about... It, it actually is about my mistress, superhero movies. <laughs> Aw. Uh, come check us out. We just watched Spider-Man as we're recording this, although that episode should drop before this one does. Yes. Uh, we got Defenders in August, and uh, it's gonna be maybe okay it's gonna be me <laughs> it's gonna be bad uh <laughs> fingers I, crossed it's good uh daniel what, what are you plugging i see you got your calendar open i ain't got too much but i uh my sketch group always be clothing will have a set on september 10th as part of seattle sketch month at yes. jet city improv okay uh yeah nice. so look up their schedule and come check us out Okay. We, we had to sign an agreement saying that we wouldn't say it. Or actually, it's not a Jet City. We got a set at the Pocket Theater <laughs> on September 10th as part of Sketch Month. Okay. Yeah. So come check us out. Check out the schedule. There's a whole bunch of people there. We had to sign an agreement saying we wouldn't tell anyone until it was official. And apparently oh. it's official now. Oh, phew. okay. I was very worried. They're not going to murder you. I was I, like, I was like, Daniel's going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> What, what are Don't they? You. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Don't say anything funny, guys. Yeah. Uh, okay, Jacob. I guess I will. All right, so I'll plug the Decades podcast. Season two, we're recording the first episode tomorrow. Nice. We are doing American politics and history tomorrow. We're gonna watch uh, two movies about suffragettes and America and women's suffrage. Uh, Karen will no longer be a co-host. She's gonna be a guest. On some of the episodes, uh, Nicole Westry will now be our third co-host. Oh, cool. Um, and I don't know. I guess that's all I get to plug. I, I'll, plug my, I'll plug my law firm, Helios Law Group. You can find us on the web at helioslaw.net. Uh, I have been focusing on consumer protection, although we do all kinds of law, so feel free to, to look us up. But if you are a Seattle area or King County resident who's moved out of an apartment and some landlord has stiffed you on your security deposit, let me know. I've seen Jacob get money back for people. Yeah, that is a area of law that I am uh, good at. And, and landlords are bad at. <laughs> landlords are bad at and does not require necessarily a lot of money down from the tenant to recover. So that's a that's a particular one I'm shouting out this week. Nice. Nice. Go like, follow, and subscribe. We actually... I don't know if I published the YouTube videos that have been edited and posted, but I will make sure by the time this is up, they're switched to public. I oh, think yeah. they might be by now. Yeah. I think I did that. Nice. Yeah, that's what I got, guys. What are we doing next time? Next time, we are watching a science fiction movie that I also kind of wanted to watch, even though it was a flop, Life, oh, starring yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson. A little blobby guy. Yeah, that crew. it's a creature feature. It's CGI goopins that I'm very excited about. It's the bad aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... But also, Aliens is also bad now. Uh, so, Bye Bye Man is to Freddy Krueger as life is to Alien. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think so. It's Alien plus Gravity, but bad. Uh, and I believe we have a guest on next episode. Oh, Caroline You're, Riley. Yeah. From the sidekick spot will be joining yeah. us. The, the side chick herself. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, Caroline. <laughs> you can edit that out if yeah. that's not funny. <laughs> I'll just beep it out so no one knows what you said. Yeah, you'll bleep that out. I'll just, you'll hear Daniel laughing uproariously. <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited for life because it takes place in space, which is a perfect opportunity for... <laughs> 
Daniel's physics corner. Oh, I cannot wait for what your problem is with how much a door weighs. Get ready. Get ready. Pools don't move like that. Hold on. I'm going to do the math on my paper as all the three of us go. Scritch, 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 scritch. He would have needed a fulcrum much larger than that. He probably would have. I, I, this is also my invitation to any listeners. If Daniel ever gets anything wrong physics-wise, please rake him over the coals. Yeah, right on in. Angrily tell him how wrong he is. Daniel, we want people to write in, and we're get, like we're not giving him a doorway here. To oh, squeeze you're through. right. We should intentionally send out, give out bad information. Yeah, F equals M B. Oh, <laughs> no, not B. Yeah, B, baby. <laughs> Daniel also really enjoys the movie uh, Pacific Rim, which has no poor physics. Yeah, wait a involved. minute. That checks out. <laughs> You're drift compatible. You both do it. You guys just opened up Daniel's physics corner. When he used a boat as a bat, the boat would have broken half just by sure. swinging in. I mean, it's the future. It could be a future boat. Yeah, it's a carbon fiber boat. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say what that boat's? It's made out of kaiju boats. Yeah, carbon nanotubes. <laughs> Obviously, it's made out of transparent plasteel. <laughs> Also, we should have a band called Kaiju Bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you wouldn't design a boat to withstand the force of being swung. You would if you're worried about kaijus. <laughs> what if we need... Our boat needs to be a bat for a giant robot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's people on that boat. I sure hope not. But. Yeah, uh, failure mode. Used as giant bat by robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, worst case scenario. Plus, then, you know, you it's like recycling. Yeah. You know, reduce. Okay. Reuse, mm. Daniel, that's the second R. Reuse your giant boat as a bat for kaiju. <laughs> Recycle those kaiju bones into boner powder. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Look it up, folks. It happens. Hannibal Chow. Yeah. All right. So uh, next week on uh, the Pacific Rim cast, we'll be talking about life <laughs> and Warcraft. <laughs> I want to find a, a universe in which Pacific Rim is a bad movie just so we can all watch it again. Yeah. Well, maybe Pacific Rim 2 will be bad. We can watch that. But I want it to be good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the agony and the ecstasy of this podcast. <laughs> all right, folks. We will see you in two weeks. Yes. Two weeks. Bye! It's Total Recall reference. Goodbye. (laughs) So I went down to the old Pike Place Market, and you know what I got? A big salmon. Hella salmon. Yeah. (laughs) A big old old salmon filled with Gam Gam Biscuits. And I just burned it in that conference room, and it smelled like salmon for a very long time. Mm. Daniel, can you edit this so that I said I said a big Bye, Bayman? Yeah. That's a Pike Place Market thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, flying baby mean. Yeah, yeah I, I walked up to the um, the uh, incense booth, and I just saw like over here, and, and they, they just yeah. threw a bee by the main. Go along. <laughs> <laughs>